Discontinued gravy. Gravy. Discontinued gravy. Goal. To simplify life and make it fun. Because we've been there. I mean, we're in our 20s. So we've seen it all. This is. Discontinued. Gravy. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that was just cutting off so quick. I don't know. I don't think we've ever done like quick before. So I was like, bam, bam, bam. (laughs) Bam. I mean, we say it every week in case people haven't noticed. This isn't (laughs) pre-recorded. Yeah, it's not actually. Yeah. If you listen to, yeah. If you've ever listened to this show, you'd have to know like. We do that every week. It's not the same every week. Mm-hmm. We put a little bit of a different spice on it every week. Some Something, whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but sometimes it's pretty wacky doodle. Okay, to be honest, though, I think it's kind of like a foreshadowing for the rest of the episode. So what you're saying is this episode's going to be really fast? <laughs> no, it's a change of pace, maybe. Oh, 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 oh. Wow, clever. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I see how it is. Okay, anyway, Krista, how are you? Ugh, I, I'm doing good, Nick. I've kind of got to have a fun, lazy weekend, so that was awesome. It was Halloween, as uh, we talked about on our last podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Got, I did some dressing up. I dressed up as Veronica Corningstone, and my partner dressed up as Ron Burgundy. Stay classies. Ah, yes, yes. I got that. It took me a minute when I saw that. I was like, oh, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those situations where it was Sunday night and it was Halloween, but mm. we're in our mid-20s, so, like, what do you do now? Yeah, what do you do in your mid-20s? Yeah, exactly. Right? And, like, we, <laughs> we live in a laneway house, so no kid is going to come, come up and get candy from us. True. We already watched our scary movies the night before because it was a Saturday night. Saturday, yep. It's true. Not going to do that on my Sunday night when I have to work the next day. Yep, it's fair, it's fair. So I was being a little mopey mop, and I was, like, on the couch being like, I don't know what to do, it's, nothing's worth it. Because I was like, oh, we could go to the pumpkin patch and pick out a pumpkin and carve it. And I was like, why would I get a pumpkin only for one day? Merp, 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 merp. It's fair, I mean, it's completely reasonable. That's the thought I would have. Yeah, and the more of the reason was the mess it will leave behind. because Also true. It's a lot of work to clean up. It sure is. It On sure a is. Sunday night before you having to go to work early the next day. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. But my fiance was awesome, and he's like, you know what? I picked out some costumes for us. Get changed. We're going. The best part is the costumes took us like fifteen minutes because it's our business casual clothing that we already have. True. We just true. look like it's those characters. Hard. Yeah, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. No, not at all. Except I had a mug because it's the only kind of like. You know the newscaster mug. It has a little bit of a flat bottom and kind of yep. square shape to yep. it. Uh, the only mug I have that's shaped like that is from the old radio station we used to work at. Yes, <laughs> yes. I was like, I think I recognize that And mug. I was trying to hide the logo with my hand because I don't know if I'm allowed to, like, have that in photos like yeah well they're not they're not that's not their name anymore that's not their name anymore true and technically we gave them out as free merchandise so not fuck it qmfm (laughs) that was the station in vancouver (laughs) now everyone knows now everybody knows vancouver's christmas music station is where krista and nick worked Mm -hmm. and enjoyed every moment of it loved it (laughs) but yeah every minute Ah, wow it's like it's like you're ready to go back any moment nick man you know i would (laughs) 
for the right price. I don't even know for the right price. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyways, it was, it was good. It's been a week though. Does it not feel like it's been, I mean, it's your birthday week, so you're probably pretty happy, but besides that, don't you feel like the work days have been long? Actually, today went by pretty fast and Monday went by pretty fast too, because my birthday was on Tuesday. Oh, okay. And then I had my birthday on Tuesday, and then I had the day off Wednesday, and I don't know. It's felt pretty fast for me this week, but that's just me. And it's a time change this weekend, so that's going to make everything go by faster, too. True. It's on Sunday. I get the day off Sunday somehow, so that's not a problem for me. (laughs) Sweet. Yep. Yep. That's my life. Okay, Nick. How are you, though? Tell me everything. Okay, so... Okay, I'll just do this this quick. Birthday, fine, great, fancy. Did a lot of cool things. Hung out with friends. Got a lot of cool stuff. Rice Krispies and Dunkaroos. Um, Side also, note. a nice Side hat note. and a nice sweater, which I forgot to bring. I'll bring those next week. Um, and then, um, yeah, so it was my birthday. I'm old now. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Side note, side note. For anyone who saw our little Bert, last week of me being surprised about Nick's birthday, I made it up to him. I got him some donuts. Don't oh. you worry. Oh wait, it's an online card. Yeah, yeah, no, she did. She she hooked me up. That's all. We we're we're all good. That was honestly, I rewatched that so many times. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, and I also, dude, I honestly really tried to get the donuts delivered to you, but no one delivers to North Van. I'm sorry. <laughs> Haters gonna hate, I guess. I don't know. It's, no, no one's willing to make that trip over the bridge. They hate us because they ain't us, Krista. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, this Thursday, I've got beef, Krista. Today? I got yeah today. The today, right. the day we're recording this is a Thursday, and I've got beef mm-hmm. for every fucking goddamn person that posted about a fucking rainbow (laughs) in vancouver nick come on no fine one is fine from the weather people in the media like oh look at this beautiful rainbow that we had over vancouver today fine that's fine i accept maybe one person who got there first who was able to snap a picture but holy shit (laughs) not everybody needs to post about this guys look Look, I will take you through my what happened. So I'm on Instagram, right? It had been a while since I actually went on Instagram today. So I'm going through it. First one, rainbow. Second one, rainbow. Third one, rainbow. Fourth one, rainbow. Fifth one, rainbow. About five or six stories in a row. No, that, sorry, that was ten. I saw ten stories in a row with a rainbow. Ten in a row from ten different people. So I'm like, fuck this. I go to Facebook. Five in a row on Facebook. Who the fuck posts on Facebook anymore? I was going to say, though, do you really expect Facebook to be better? Facebook is more likely to post that stuff because it's like your grandma or your aunt. But who the fuck posts on Facebook anymore? So that happens. So I'm like, fuck this. Go to Twitter. Fuck. (laughs) Everyone in Vancouver is posting about this. (laughs) Nick, goddammit, you will see this rainbow and appreciate it. (laughs) Everyone in Vancouver, I swear to fucking God, was posting about this goddamn rainbow. And I was going to make a post about it. But I was like, you know what? It's fine. You know what set me off, Krista? 
You know what really set me over the edge? Okay, I need to know because by the time you posted about it, the rainbow was gone. It was dark out. Also, oh, Snapchat. I also saw it on Snapchat. And I don't have many friends on Snapchat. And I somehow saw it on Snapchat. Anyway, the one that set me off. So Home Depot has their own fucking social media. It's like a Microsoft thing. They have their own social media. People, you know, we post mostly about store stuff. You know, like, oh, look at the store display. Oh, do you have a question? Blah, blah, bullshit. <laughs> blah, 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 bullshit. I'm great at it. I'm fantastic. If you if you were on this, you would love me. Because I am, like, the talk of the town on that freaking platform. I saw it on there. On a Home Depot social media, I saw a fucking rainbow. That's what set me off and caused me to post about said rainbow, but not a picture of a rainbow. I just posted on my Instagram. I'm just like, guys, it's a fucking rainbow. They happen. Stop. Guys, it's a fucking rainbow. I get it. It looks pretty. Y use your own eyes. Enjoy the moment. Snap a picture for it. Look back two years from now. Like, oh, man, that was a really cool double rainbow. Yeah. Don't fucking post it on Instagram. <laughs> but Nick, you posted about the rainbow on Instagram. So to pause and tell everybody you don't fucking need to. <laughs> I am the messenger of everybody that is annoyed as hell. Okay, to be honest though, I didn't I didn't post on social media, so this is why I, I'm not feeling attacked by Nick right now. And Should any be. of our listeners who posted the the rainbow, I mean, and eh, it's it's how he feels. I I'm gonna play the other side. I got out of work today. It was it was dark out. I hadn't checked social media because I don't check my phone that much. Start driving home. There's a giant ass rainbow. Complete. You see one end to the other. Clear. Very big. It, it was a good looking rainbow. I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. And put a smile on my face. That's fine. It put a smile on your face. That's fine. Did you feel the need to post it on social media? Um, no, because I was driving. <laughs> well, I wish everybody was driving. Yeah, there was people stopping, like, there was, you know, crosswalks I, and stuff. They, they were stopping in the middle it. of the crosswalk, the light I changed, and they were still standing in the middle, getting the right photo angle to take the photos of the rainbow. I was like, dude, you're going to get run over. Was it worth it? I don't know. I just, guys, like, it's it's a fucking rainbow. Like, I take pictures of sunsets, too, but you don't see them on my timeline. No, sir. I think you did it once a long time ago. You maybe do one every two years. If I posted about it, there was probably something in addition to it. Pro probably. Like, I don't, I don't I'd, I'd be interested, but... There might be, like, a person in the background doing something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. All I know is that I don't need to see this 40 different times... From 40 different people. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if I had to rank how I thought you were going to see it, I thought Instagram, group chat of the workplace, because I used to be in a work chat. There's always that one or two people that literally post anything that like, look at this. Great. Good for them. They're, you you yep. expect that from them. Yep. Right? Those few people get those passes. I'm surprised you saw it on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> God, it was just everybody, everybody, and everybody. And you know what? A lot of people actually liked my story posts. Like, a lot of people oh. like, yeah, feels 
Amazing. I even had somebody I haven't talked to in years even give me a laugh react to the whole thing. See, isn't that funny? You get the it, reactions from the weirdest people when you you do a polarized thing. People are on my side. And god damn it. I just I that is that pissed me off so much. That tested Nick's patience today. Yeah, I wish people would change their mentalities about the rainbows. Take a picture of it full on. Absolutely. Just Keep it to yourself, man. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, you know someone's going to be able to take a better photo of it than you. True. So there's going to be like... That. Exactly. There's going to be some fantastic photographer that's going to take a photo. Like, just wait for that one. Retweet that one. Repost that one. Whatever. But goddamn, I don't need your mediocre phone camera picture of a grainy rainbow. <laughs> right? It's like they have an iPhone 7 and it's all grainy. <laughs> you're like, great. Thanks. That's exactly what I needed in my life. Uh, okay. Side note, though. Don't you find that people with old phones now, if they Snapchat you or anything, the, the photo's all grainy and you're them. like, what's wrong with your phone, dude? I know. And you don't want to call them out on it, but you're just yeah. like, bro, what? Like, like, I get it, but god damn, man. <laughs> yeah. And to be honest, my partner has that phone. He has the 8. He says it's the best phone. Yeah, the 8 has the best lighting for an iPhone. I agree. True. But for photo taking, it on Snapchat or Instagram, like, story specifically can be quite grainy just is look at someone with a 12 or 13 it's gonna make it look like shit <laughs> it, it uh, yeah anyway 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 we should probably change topics demos, change topics that's a great idea <laughs> i'm just on a roll with this wording you are good at wording and segueing into the topic of conversation today do, 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 do the topic. All right, let's discontinue gravy first. All right. <laughs> okay, I feel like whenever we go too long in the intro, I need to introduce the topic because <laughs> people are gonna forget out. what we're talking about. So now we're fifteen minutes in talking about rainbows. Yeah, we're we're sorry about that. <laughs> 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 okay, today's topic we're talking about changes, changing. Change changes change like change whatever change. change in life job not changing of clothes though i mean that, i, I, don't I mean, think change it's of be... style could potentially go under there but that's not what we're actually talking about we're we're a health wellness lifestyle podcast or so we say and sprinkle a little bit uh, of comedy every once in a we're while we're hilarious but um you know we're, we're talking about the life changes the work changes the I don't know. Stuff like that. I think we've touched on it in episodes, but we haven't really honed in on the idea of change. Changes. I don't know the lyrics yep. to that song, and I hope yeah. that sounded a bit like the song, because in my head... I know what the, you're going the, the, for. The tune's going in my head, but I, I I don't know where it is. I know the song you're trying to do. Place I don't, like, know it. I don't, place. I, nope. I don't know the lyrics. I don't know anything, but... Yes, I do know what you're talking about, and you're making the point, and I get it. <laughs> okay, anyways, anyways, why is change so hard? I'm just going to put that out there first, because I feel like mm. change is scary. Yes, I would agree. It is, and I mean, I understand the basics of it. People don't like change because it's scary, because it's the unknown. Your True. innate reaction is to protect yourself, right? Yeah, fair enough. So 
your body's going to shut down and make it seem as complicated and as scary as possible. Yeah. So you don't put yourself into those situations. Fair enough. Yep. Right. And typically I find with change, it's usually uh, in my mind, at least. And let me know if you agree with this, Nick. It's a this or that mentality. Okay. Right? It's, yeah. it's all or nothing. Yeah, that's fair. Right. I, you I have to give that. something up or leave something behind. Yeah. Yeah. That, I know. I would, I would agree with that. Like change requires something to change and that could be you know changing your life in the sense of you know you could say breaking up with your significant other or getting that new car you know but you're losing the one that you always like the car you've always loved and wanted but you just needed a new one you know changing of jobs leaving the people that you you know worked with for years um, you're always going to kind of lose something, but it's that lose something to gain something. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you trade a player in sports, you know, you have to give up something, but you're getting something good in return. It might not always work out, but you needed some sort of change. You needed to get that player out to bring that player in. Yeah, that player that you're bringing in might not necessarily be a better player either. But but they, they could be. You never know, right? Change is such a weird thing. I'm sorry, my bunny is ripping things apart. Rabbit's going nuts, Benji's going nuts. But, yeah, no, the point is, like, I mean, like, when, when, when was a moment that changed, like, like things changed for you? Where, like, you kind of noticed the change. You're like, well, this is a turning point. This is the TSN turning point <laughs> of this thing right now, whether it was life or job or something. So... Two things I've talked about on this podcast was moving out and then moving in with my significant other. So moving out of my parents' place into my own, that was a big change. And I cried. (laughs) I'm probably (laughs) one of the few 23-year-olds that cried when they moved out. And I don't even think I spent the night in my place on the first night I moved there. Really? Wow. Because (laughs) I just didn't want to. And... It was a good change. Don't get me wrong. I'm so glad I did it. But it takes a lot for me to change something. I am a girl of habit and comfort. Fair enough. And that's because anxiety or whatever you want to call it makes me to be comfortable. I like the the known. I've always been the person that reads the last page of a book before I start it. I like knowing what I get myself into. That's still weird i think spoiler alert like completely (laughs) sometimes yes sometimes no (laughs) fair enough fair enough depends on the book fair enough but i don't know i think um changing jobs is something that almost everyone has to do in their lifetime there's very few people who start an exact same job and stick with it their whole life and yeah maybe if you have a family-run business that's a rare case scenario yeah Otherwise, you're probably going to have at least one other job. Yeah. Oh, it's true. 100%. Like, you're going to have probably more than one job, I'd say. (laughs) Yeah. And every single time, I get sad. Even though every single time, I'm moving on to a better opportunity. Oh, yeah. Like, I'd say, like, most, most often, it's for the better you're doing that change. Yeah, absolutely. And then, but it's just so hard when... People are moving on or like 
if you're at a job and you see your friends leaving that job, it sucks. Oh, it's a hundred. It's it's honestly one of the worst feelings to lose like one of your best friends at work, or you know, in some cases, like a work wife or husband. You know, like then you know you you start to question like, oh, well, should I leave? You know, kind of thing. It's like, well, like you know, what do you do? Right. It's one of the, you start to question it because it's oh, it's not serving them anymore. Is it serving me? And you don't want to be left behind. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, um, it actually happened not too long ago at, at, at the depot. One of my, like, first friends from the depot um, is leaving. You know, they're getting, you know, they'll get married. And they went back to their home country, which is India. And then when they move, when they come back, that you know, their, their significant other lives in Ontario. So they're going to go to Ontario. Um, but, you know, when, when, when she was leaving, I was like, you know, just kind of like, oh, <laughs> like, you know, like Aww. one of those things that you're like, you're, you're in it together kind of thing. And then, you know, they leave and you're just like, God dang, it's kind of, it just, just sucks. And I mean, like, you know, actually even a reminder of that was, um, on my birthday, one of my friends, you know, messaged me and was like, you know, like, um, you know, happy birthday to Nick, like nine to five for life. And it was, it was funny because we always worked nine to five on every Saturday. Like, I would go pick her up on my way to work because she was, like, literally on my route to work and stuff like that. She was essentially my work wife at Rona. Aw, that's cute. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's kind of that one thing that's kind of tied us together in that sense. And um, so it's nice to know that, you know, just because they're leaving doesn't change, like, change the friendship per se. Um, but in the same breath, like, it could absolutely change the job. Fortunately, there's a lot of great people at the depot, so it's not like uh, – I'm not like, oh god, I hate everybody now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're you're the only thing there for me. Yeah, exactly. So so nice in that sense, but it's still like it's just kind of like it's it's made me question like like well, what do I want to do? Like, do I want to be here still? Like like you know like it raises the question. Oh, absolutely. And when you lose friends, it's so weird at work. Like. Every year when I worked at the golf club, um, you know, the, the summer students would go back to school or something. Yeah. And it was just like, yep. ah, now what? Yeah, well, 100%. It, it makes you question things and puts you in an uncomfy situation because you have to start questioning things and questioning if you should change things. You all, Your automatic response is that I don't want things to change. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Like, I'm pretty... I'm pretty good with, like, I don't usually want things to change. I like them to stay the way they are. But when change comes, I eventually adjust to it. Like, I remember when um, we moved um, into the place we're in now, um, you know, like, we moved from, like, my childhood home kind of thing. Um, so, like, when we moved into, like, and I moved everything into my bedroom, I made it the exact same way. <laughs> the bed was in the same spot. The dresser, well, the dresser couldn't be in the same spot, but so like little things change, but for the most part, the bedroom was as the same as I could get it. Um, Nick, so, you know, Nick doesn't like change either, people. Not not a huge fan of it, no. Um, but I eventually do come around. Like I have rearranged my room since and made it functional. <laughs> <laughs> was it not functional beforehand? I thought it was, but no one else did you're you're a boy <laughs> so it was boy functional it, it worked, worked for me see okay so like i had the girlfriend at the time and the way the bed was set up was like 
I usually liked the bed against the wall. Because, like, usually when I got, like, headaches in the middle of the night, I was too lazy to go up and get, like, Advil. I would just, like, scrunch my head into the pillow against the wall. Somehow that worked. I don't know why. I, um, I get that, weirdly enough. It's, like, the ostrich approach, right? You just want yeah. to curl away. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyway, so that's generally why I... That was the reason why I kept it that way, but also the, the sentimental thing. But, you know, when you have the girl... I always slept on the outside... Because that was, I don't know, my side. It's been my side since I was a freaking, you know, how old? <laughs> you know? Um, Every, everyone has a side. So, you know, they were on the inside. So they'd have to climb over me to get out. <laughs> it When you have sides of the bed, you just have to get used to that. And it was fine because I'm a deep sleeper. Like, she'd tell me she woke up and I didn't move. I'm like, I didn't hear you or felt you. <laughs> I, I, I was not about. alive i was dead um, to the world yeah yeah but now the way it's set up you know you can get out both sides and um but i don't know but point is like like yeah i don't really do immediate change very well um which i think has hindered me in a lot of ways you know job life and everything like that um but also i eventually get there but i feel like i need like something to get there you know what i mean but is it lack of like wanting to change or is it like lack of wanting to compromise right like there's certain things that Mm. you you know you like why should you have to compromise on that it's a good question actually it's it's a very good question like why should you compromise you know it's like um it's kind of like I think, and I think that's changed now that we're becoming kind of the dominant generation in the world. Um, uh, uh, something uh. like uh, video games, for example. Like for a long time, you know, as you got older, you stopped playing video games. Um, but now, more and more than ever, adults are playing video games. You know, the adults are getting the console for their kids, but they're playing it just as much if not more but because you know we grew up on video games i grew up playing you know nintendo 64 and xbox and stuff like that and it's not just on a nostalgia i mean it is nostalgia in the way that you want to have those bonding moments with your kid like you had with your dad when setting up the console and figuring it all out you want to have that bonding moments with your child but again men are and women are playing video games much more later on in life well, that's what I mean. Like, like you know, like I'm 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 28 now, and it's just like, like usually I'd say at this age you wouldn't have you wouldn't I wouldn't be playing video games anymore. Like I wouldn't have time, or you know I have this, I got that, um, and and that can happen still for sure. Like, but it's not it's not for a lack of not wanting to, because I think that was just kind of the mentality. You got older, video games was for kids, um. But now it's just like, I don't know, like, like that doesn't, like that hasn't changed for me. That's almost been like one of the constants in my life, in my life was I could play video games. Um, and I, I think that's just one of those generational changes that is kind of, I didn't have to compromise because I think that was a compromise sometimes, you know, when people got into a relationship, you know, the girl wanted to be, you know, like, oh, no video games, you know, like, we're here now, you know, things we do kind of thing. But I think it's changing because, you know, I think the idea of people doing their own things is more of a thing now than it ever was. <laughs> the men are banding together and they're like, no, not our video games. <laughs> you, 
the uh, ladies can't take that away from us. Yeah. But you're right, though. I think maybe it has something to do with more people living on their own longer. Right? Yeah. Like, more than ever before, people are living into their 30s by themselves. Yep. Right? And not, nothing wrong with that at all. But no. you, you're, you know what works for you at that point. No, 100%. 100%. You, you, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I. I. But Nick, how do you not fear change? Like, like you said that with video games, it was a constant and it was a good thing, right? So that that's obviously something that won't change in in the foreseeable future. Yeah. But what what if it did? Uh, how would you need to replace that with something? Well, I think so, because I mean, more of my life now, it's not like like when I was younger, you know. I was playing video games to grind, you know. I was playing my video games to play with my friends. Video games now for me are a time killer, essentially. Like, oh, I got I got some free time. I got a couple hours before I'm supposed to do something. Like, I was playing video games just before, you know, we got on here. Because, you know, I'm usually pretty damn busy. I don't have time to even look at my controller. But, you know, like, I was like, oh, I know we're podcasting tonight. I got this time, you know, after dinner. And, you know, I already watched, like, five episodes of the show I watched. Instead of lying on my bed, like, although this is not that much different, I was sitting down playing a game, you know, at least having some sort of an active mind. Because um, a video game needs an active... You need to think about what you're doing in a video game. It's not like you're just sitting there blindly watching somebody talk. You know, you have to be active and, you know, like, I was playing, like, NHL. So, you know, you got to be active of your movement and where you're shooting and what you're doing, right? So, a little more just active for the mind, you know, not all that active. I'm not saying, like, God, this is perfect, but... <laughs> yeah, but isn't that also why people find um, video games relaxing? Because it's using just enough of your active brain to get you tired enough, like, to I, actually yeah. wear yourself out to relax? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, I would think so, for sure. Um, but, like, I, I think if that were to be taken away with me, like, what the... Like, what could... Like, what could you replace with that? You know, like, it's it's kind of like sports for me. Like, I always ask people, I'm like, how the fuck do you live without sports? <laughs> like, how much is there in the world for you not to watch sports? Like, what are you doing? They're watching you know, like, a you... lot more Netflix than you. That just sounds awful. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, for that, like, kind of, we didn't exactly lose sports entirely. Like, I'd say for a couple weeks... Maybe a month. Probably it was probably almost yeah. three months. Actually, maybe it was longer. You're right. I, like, I do remember at it. At the very beginning, it was probably almost three months. I do remember it like being rather painful. Like it was kind of during the slow season for sports, though, too, wasn't it? Well, it was March, February. It was kind of like late February, March, March April, May, which is like NHL like playoffs, NBA Ooh, playoffs, right. baseball is getting underway. Like it's kind of like a hot-ish season. Um, I will say what kind of helped me through that because we were still in like the original rush of Disney Plus. <gasps> right, um, that was such an exhilarating time in the so Mandalorian. Like, oh, so well, great! It was Mandalorian. Like I was rewatching like Sweet Life, Hannah Montana, like all those shows that I watched. So I kind of had something to replace it with. Nick, but again, nostalgia. Well, it again, it is. You're right. It is nostalgia. Um, but like if you took sports away from like. I don't know what I would do. Like, I, my life would be so boring if you took video games and sports away from me. I don't know what I would do. Yeah. 
Like, what, you, what am I going to just go out for a walk, like, for six hours? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's just, it's one of those things that, like, that's one of those things that I don't ever see changing for me. Yeah. Like. Side note. Um, that reminds me of a story. Uh, I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember whose podcast it was. It <laughs> No shout out for you. Uh, shout out for you. It might have been, it might have been like the david dobrik one i don't i don't remember i remember this was a long time ago um i, I don't really listen to podcasts anymore oops um and side note though they're one of the co-hosts um laid back kind of surfer do vibe ty- type of dude really chill yeah. he confesses that he used to be like an avid sports watcher and reader because like back then they had make or newspapers read every morning and like very very avid sports was their life yeah um they did a drug i'm guessing acid or something like that Mm. and they said they went on a trip and never came back he's Mm. like the next day never he's like ever since then haven't cared about sports since he's like a big drastic thing changed my life and there's just a switch that turned off and i don't find i didn't find joy with that anymore and i'm just like wow Imagine something that drastically changing from one night mm-hmm. for well, you for I, you to give something like that up. Well, I, I can pinpoint that to plenty of my friends when I was younger because I think sports is a lot bigger when you're younger. Like, I think, you know, the the lore of the, you know, the game, you know, watching it, you know, with your parents and all that stuff, it's... You know, it's, it's bigger when you're younger. It's a community. Um, but, you know, as you get older, your interests change. You diverge. I've seen plenty of people. Like, I know there was a guy on my street, you know, like, we played hockey every fucking day. We, you know, talked hockey. We talked all the sports. Like, like you know, we were fans of everything kind of thing. And I actually remember, like, I was one time walking back from high school with a couple friends. And I was talking about this kind of, this point of, like, oh, you know, not a lot of my friends actually like sports anymore and i knew he was behind us i literally turned around and i'm like do you still watch hockey and he's like no i don't and i'm like like this was the biggest thing for us like we loved this shit like we would you know like during the all-star game we'd all try to do the skills competitions and stuff like that like we knew everything about everybody yeah um it stuck for me and it didn't stick for him and you could say that about anything. Somebody could be, you know, like huge into, I don't know, video games and then they got old. You know, they were huge into, I don't know, what do other people do with their lives? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, have kids or something. Yeah, I, Like, I don't know, like, you know, like, God, like, what do people do for fun other than that? <laughs> but, you know, Go you to know church, what I, mean? like, oh, I don't know. Like, you know, they were younger and then, you know, maybe they... You know, maybe they did a sport, you know, maybe they were a dancer when they were younger and then, you know, school got in the way so they couldn't dance anymore. Yeah, very common. Very and common. And they, you know, maybe they didn't lose interest. They just didn't have the time and they're just like, okay, well, I can't dance anymore. And it's so like, I oh, like I miss it. But, <laughs> you know, like, like life changes, things change. And sometimes you don't even know it changed. All of a sudden you haven't done something for six years. Yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, I used to say I was a soccer player. I haven't played in... No two and a half years yeah all, all of a sudden right yeah well that's the thing right like and i think that's i think that's the one kind of scary ish thing about change is that it can change and you have no idea 
something just completely erased from your life and you don't know what that was. See, I don't know if I agree with that. I think the scariest part for change for me is being the one that has to make the decision about that change because the the results afterwards, that, that's on you. You made that decision mm. for that change. Like, I guess fair enough. Like, I get your point. And yeah, I, I, I guess I would agree. Like, making the decision is probably the scariest part. But it's just the fact, maybe scary is not the right word, but it's like, you know, like something you might have loved and all of a sudden it's gone. You don't know it's gone. It's been five years and you remember that thing and you're like, what the hell happened there? And yeah, I guess scared's not the worst, but it's just, it's kind of like that sadness. You're just like, because oh, you know you can't go back. Yeah. It's and gone. I mean, specifically for sports, just because, like, I understand what you mean about sports because it used to be a big part of my life. Yeah. It's like, damn, where'd that passion go? Well, yeah. Again, like yeah. you said, what do other, what do people do otherwise? They didn't pick up pottery instead. If they yeah. did, great. But I very rarely hear people make a change oh, cool. to something else that's cr a creative outlet or sport outlet. That yeah. like a change that's another outlet. It's like they just gave it up to focus more on work or school or a relationship. And yeah. that's not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I very no. rarely hear it's because, oh, I actually became very interested in um, Shakespeare literature yeah, and wanted to learn about 1800s uh, history. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You, you, like, you, you still have your passion. Yeah. But well, when, for example, those guys that you're talking about, yeah. they gave it up, but they also lost a piece of their passion. They were yeah. part of the them that has a drive for that. And I hope they're able to channel that somewhere else, whether that's in business or friendships yeah. or yep. wherever they're able to use that. But it's crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. And I mean, just on that example as well, just like also to mention, like you can change something, but you can also bring it back. Like, for example, like I played soccer for 12 years, you know, like from as early as you could all the way through high school, like grade 12, was kind of like my final year. Like, that was like my retirement, essentially. Because um, I knew I wasn't going to go onward with it. I didn't play soccer for, I don't know, eight, nine years. It wasn't until, like, uh, you know, one of our, you, you, you know him, um, from Bell, you know, I was like, oh, hey, you mentioned you played soccer one time. We need a goalie. You want to play? I is, was like, yeah. Is he sure. how you started playing at the, um, Empire Stadium team? The one you played with was a different team, but a result of that led to me being on Oh, that team. no way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I, yeah, that was a different story. But, um, but you know, like, then all of a sudden, hadn't played soccer in nine years. I played soccer for like two years in a row. And then you know COVID I mean? happened. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then COVID derailed everything. But um, that, you know, that's kind of, that's. You know, like, you can change something, and it can be, like, gone. But there might be, a you know, an opportunity. The door reopens, and you're like, whoa. And you take it. Yeah, I um, mean, absolutely. I know so many people, like, when my mom used to do figure skating, like, she yeah. gave up figure skating for, like, 10 years and then yeah. went back and did synchro with a bunch of older ladies. And, like, it's very common for people to pick up something new, too. I remember, like, going to, like, when I played on an adult swim team, um, I was playing like a beer league, so quite low. 
Um, yeah. there's, there's one or two people who had never touched a ball in their life, never played soccer. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, frustrating when you've played soccer for 12 years, but yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Good for them for putting themselves yeah. out there. I, I can't imagine coming up to that change to be like, I want to make a positive change in my life. I want to go run around on a field for two hours. <laughs> yep. No, no. And they, like, there's totally... There's just, there's so many changes you can do, and there are so many things to do in this world, whether, as you mentioned, pottery. I mean, have you ever done, when was the last time you did pottery? Like, that actually sounds kind of cool, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the like, only reason I brought it up is because I'm trying to get my two friends to do it with me at uh, in a couple of weeks. I want to go yo, to a little class. Where's Nick's invite? I'm down. Let's go, baby! Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, like that, or like woodworking, you know, something like that, Um you know, it's kind of like finding that hobby. And, but I mean, that's, to be honest, that's, that's a life change. Um, it's not quite a job change. It's a no, lifestyle think, change, I think. Yeah, fair enough. And, like, I think, I'm, yeah. Sorry, but most arguably, the hardest change to make is a lifestyle change. It's true. You know, get off, get off the button, you know, get, stop watching Netflix and Disney Plus and actually go do something kind of thing. Um, definitely the toughest. Um, I will say, though, when, when you, when, changes in regards come to like job or like big life changes like getting married really hard to change that (laughs) (laughs) I think it's harder when you're older too because you start thinking about all this time you've invested right yeah well that that's also a thing like you you think about that you're like oh man I've been with this company for four years or I've been with this my significant other for seven years you know like we still haven't tied the knot in that sense yeah you know like but the questions start to rise, like, and I, I've seen it before. I, I knew I once worked with a, a girl who was with her significant other for ten years. They never got married, and at one point, she's just like, "It's done. I'm over." With. They broke up. Yeah, she's just like, "It's not making me happy." And like, we've been Good ten years. It's for her. Wow. That's what I mean. Like, she just she just got got up and was like, "We're done here," and huge lifestyle change. I remember the day it happened. Like, you know, she came into work and she's like, "Nick," I'm like, "Whoa." Wow, um, good, good so, for her because that I think a relationship change is probably one of the hardest. Oh, totally. because you're not only affecting yourself in that situation. Your multiple people can be affected in that situation. You yeah. could lose friends. You could lose a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, and especially ten years, you're probably living with them at that point. Your yep. common law. Or, for yep. example, if you're married, you need to get a divorce, and then there's kids, and then that's a yep. big change. Again, a yep. lifestyle change. Yep. Change is hard. I don't know how you really face it head on. I, I guess if you don't think about it, just kind of do it. <laughs> it's probably the best advice I could give. Yeah. Don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah, I think um, start with start with positive change. Things that are like, oh, I'd really like to do that. Great, what's stopping you? make that small change like recently um i remember talking my new year's resolution or whatever is to start gratitude journaling or journaling every night the last week i was like oh i really wish i was doing that (laughs) my fiance was like why aren't you i'm like thank you i actually just need to hear that because yeah that that's also true sometimes you just need to hear something like uh, what was it? It might have been on the podcast or somebody was talking. Yeah. To me, at least, you know, I was doing something and they said that and I'm like, huh. Right. Also, <laughs> that that's just all block. I needed to hear was that little thing. Right. That mental Mind block blown. is just gone. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, like, whoa, okay then. Oh, okay. 
Makes sense. All right. Right. Let's do it. <laughs> I don't know if it's accountability because you mm. said it out loud. Yeah. And then you kind of hear how s- not stupid, but like. <laughs> well, no, that's that's how, true. How I the mean... reason actually isn't that big of a deal as your mind is able to make it. And don't get me wrong. Your mind is an amazing thing. It can make yeah. the smallest task seem like the most incredible, difficult thing. And yeah, it, it's crazy. <laughs> honestly, honestly, it's just it's, the mind is a wild thing. Change is a crazy thing, but embrace it. Try to anyway. Yeah, it I, might be it might be for the better, it might be for the worse, but you know what? After that, make another change. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I dare everyone to try to make a small change, a positive small change in their life this coming month, sometime in November. A what's, small what's positive the, change. I I don't know what it is. No, no. What uh, what's that? What is it? The only constant is change. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I think I think that's the same, but I like it. Make you yeah, do a positive change if you need help with it feel free to shoot me a text i i am down to do lots of things <laughs> as as you heard nick wants to do pottery let me know and i will be down to do that change with you <laughs> yeah absolutely i mean like you said change is the one thing that's constant because no matter what if you're riding a high eventually it's going to come back down it's kind of like a roller coaster and once you kind of just settle in and understand that that's going to happen it's a little bit easier i think true it's time to change (laughs) the segment yeah are you gonna lead us in nick no that's your job (laughs) (laughs) Uh... questions of the week that's it that's all i got that's what she's got today i like it like i said a change of pace everyone we love it we love it Okay, I'm going to start it off with a fun one that we got, because I don't think we've actually talked about this. And you and I are kind of, I'd say we're pop culture savvy. We both worked in the media industry and keep up to date. Ish, yeah. Um, Who is your favorite rom-com couple? What? Um, God. Oh, God. Like, ugh. Look, I've seen rom-coms, and I do think rom-coms are hilarious and funny and good, but, God, I don't know if I have a rom-com couple. Yeah, that's... Troy Bolton and... That's really hard. Did you say Troy Bolton? (laughs) Troy Bolton and... uh, Gabrielle Gabrielle Montez. Montez. (laughs) Is that one? Um, I mean, are they, though? They kind of, like, see... I'm the sec- the second rom- movie, it's like, come on, dudes. Give give me some rom coms here. Like, okay. Let me, like... I know I'm pulling it up because, like, I the first thing I thought of was my favorite movie, but my favorite movie technically isn't a rom com. I'm just trying to think of like what a rom com is and who. I don't know. Like, here oh, I pu- I pulled it on. Uh, oh, Kate Hudson, Matthew McConaughey, and How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all, all right. right. All right, all right, No. <laughs> I'm trying to open this BuzzFeed article, but it won't let me. Nick, okay. can you get it? It's but bu- um, I just typed in best rom-com couples, and it was the first BuzzFeed article. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm going to just start reading some while you do this. Um, okay. 50 First Date, 
No. Love Actually. No, I hate that movie. My best friend's wedding. Okay. No. I w- Love Actually. The guy who goes after Kira Knightley but is not married to her. <laughs> that's the best one. Really? Um, you think that's the best one? No, I just think that's a funny one. <laughs> Jeez. Um, do we know us? Don't know. Like, I. <sighs> Cra- it's like Crazy Stupid Love. Oh, uh, I, I know. I know. Favorite rom com couples probably like No Strings Attached or. I don't know if I've um, seen that one. Uh, what's the other one? No Strings Attached and then the one with Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake. Oh. Um... Uh, Friends with Benefits. They have. Oh, yeah, they have that great line. What's uh, Why don't they ever do videos after the big kiss? They do. It's called porn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good line. I don't know. I just like those rom-com couples because it felt accurate in the way that, like, more recently people have been falling in love. Like, I know so many couples and stuff who started off as, like, we're, we're not boyfriend-girlfriend. We're not boyfriend-girlfriend. And then all of a sudden, you, you start really liking everything about this person, and you're obsessed. Somebody said Chloe and Becca from Pitch Perfect, and I'm absolutely on that bandwagon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> absolutely on that bandwagon. Who is, whoever that Becca was dating, fuck that guy, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Hated him through the whole thing. Uh, okay, that's all we got for you. We'll do better next time. We were we weren't mentally prepared for this question. No, no, but I do I do have a question. Ooh, I do. Are you ready? Yeah, hit me, Nick. All right, so Nick and Krista. So I was with a bunch of friends. We were at a restaurant, and um, a server was you know she was cute. Um, was giving our receipts. Uh, put things like put things on each of them like a. You know, a thank you with, a, like, a little picture of, like, a sun, a star. Um, but mine, mine got a heart. <gasps> oh, cute. And the friend mentioned that, you know, their their body movements and, you know, like, you know, that apparently, like, they're saying, like, their foot was pointed towards them. I don't know. They didn't really know. Anyway, um, they're basically pointing towards that they seem to have an interest in you. I guess the question is, what should you do? Do you drop, like, a business card? Do you get a pen and write your number on the back of the receipt? Do you be like, oh, hey, do you want to go out? Like, what? what's the play there? Ooh, like, I like yes. this. This is a fun one. Um, <laughs> as someone who, like, worked in the service industry. True, actually. 100%. If if they did a little extra, a heart especially. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. They're just, they're putting it slightly out there, especially if they did any sort of, um... They laugh at any of your jokes. Maybe they touch your shoulder slightly. Any of those things, 100%, yeah. they're into. Go for oh, it. Oh, wow. The play, I would say, is leave it the ball in their court if you're kind of more of a shy person and just write your number down on the back of the receipt or mm. on something and give it to them or leave it on the table. If they find it on the table, because they have to probably clean it themselves, yeah, they'll, they'll, yeah. they'll look at the receipt because they'll see that they drew the little heart on it. And yeah. kind of, I know me, I would have picked it up and be like, look how cute I am and see the number. Yeah. Uh, at least it's in their court. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. You Oh, maybe, and you can leave it up to, oh, maybe they didn't see it. True. I, yeah, I, 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 honestly, I don't really, I don't know if I have the guts to do that. <laughs> or I would notice these things. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the podcast side of me would say, just shoot your shot. Yeah. 
but whether real life Nick. <laughs> whether that's writing on the back or even straight up just asking them. Um, but real life Nick would probably just be like, really? I didn't notice and walk out. <laughs> 100% you would do that. Yeah, but uh, no, I'd say t- t- take the shot. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess considering it's too late that now. You got the heart. Like, I guess that's a sign, but you know, I get, yeah. But I mean, future reference. Now you know. Yeah, now you <laughs> And you know. got it from a server directly. Yeah, but so. if you go back there and you're starting to pick up vibes, that then you know. Yeah, like, that's a good question. Like, should you go back? Yes, I think you should. Yeah, I absolutely think you so- should. Except knowing girls, sometimes we might be like, oh, he didn't pick up on it. I'm over it. <laughs> True, that's also a thing. But, yeah, but you hey, don't know what's, until What's the worst thing that can happen? Exactly. Wow, that's a good question. Yeah, very good question. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you have another question, Nick? But wasn't it like a personal question? I can save the other one I picked out for. We'll save it for next week. We got a bank. Oh, okay. I'll save mine for next week too. The one That's I picked out. That's a good out. idea. We'll move on. <coughs> this is a segment I like to call recommendation. week <laughs> i like it a little pizzazz yeah i felt like i was an opera singer for like 0.1 second fair enough fair enough <sighs> that felt good okay nick are you gonna start us off yeah you can start us off i'm okay with that Ooh, okay <laughs> okay 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 um i'm not sure if i recommended this already i might have during um might have february last year if i did i apologize but i recommend doing like homemade pizza nights for like a date night oh, okay go get a yeah, bottle yeah. of wine and some beer surprise your significant other bring home the pizza makings the crust the whatever you like to put on it the mozzarella mozzarella, mozzarella. um yep. tomato sauce all that other stuff and go ham. It's so fun. It takes some time, but it's definitely worth it. And then afterwards, you just, like, have such a sense of accomplishment. And you're, like, cuddling up to each other. And you're like, look at my pizza. Isn't it cute? <laughs> yeah, true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I did it the other night. And we did it on a work night. Oh, nice. So, there we go. It's kind of fun. Another you know, like you wouldn't, curveball. Something you wouldn't expect. Yeah. It's kind of nice. I like that idea. Yeah, it's nice to spruce things up every once in a while. Yeah. Make a change. Yeah, no, it's it's good. I like it. I like that a lot. Um, I guess mine is also food related. Why? Um, How do we do this? We do this so, so often. We're Just so, so everyone good. knows, Nick and I do not tell each other's our recommendations. No, at all. No, this is just completely out of the blue. Anyway, um, so I was with my friend. She found this thing on Instagram. Um, and it's a place in Surrey that um brings in snacks and candy from other parts of the world i think you've heard of dank mart maybe mm-hmm. the one in vancouver um, right yeah this is not dank mart it's similar to dank mart it's called snack plug um <laughs> it's on the corner of oh, i had it i don't know 164th area uh you're um, so close it's on 64th ave <laughs> ah i got the one wrong 144 and 64 uh 102nd Ah, same shit. I don't know, Surrey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
all those roads kind of lead back to each other in that big square area there. I yeah. could be completely wrong, but... Yeah. But anyway, they have stuff from all over the world. Like, I got these, like, cookies and cream Kit Kats. Um, they're from Japan. Um, if you know me, like, I really do like cookies and cream, and I love Kit Kats. Kind of the best of both worlds here. Um, Dunkaroos. Um, did you know they made those still? Because I sure as hell didn't. <laughs> Dunkaroos? <laughs> you know, uh. like, the, the frosting, and you, you dip your cookie in, you... And um, so that, you know, you know, um, what well, when we were in Whistler, Michaela got the birthday ice cream and she said it tasted like Dunkaroo ice cream or D- Dunkaroo. Uh, ice oh, that's cream. right. She, you did mention. It. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, you can actually get Dunkaroos at this place. Um, You can get like, you know, a lot like different chip flavors from all over the world, you know, um, Japan, uh, Mexico, wherever you want. Um. Yeah, it was just kind of like, it's kind of a, you could make it a date night or, you know, just grab a couple friends and try snacks from the world. You know what I mean? Um, you know, my friend had found this drink that was uh, from Australia from when they went. Um, and they were like, oh my God, you can't get this anywhere but Australia. And, you know, she, she found the place. Um, so it's kind of like a neat little thing to, you know, find something you don't really have. Did I know they made cookies and cream Kit Kats? I did not. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Okay, but side note. How much is all this candy? Like, is it pretty yeah. expensive because it's all imported? Yeah, I would say, like, yeah, it's more expensive than regular. Like, I think, like, a single Dunkaroo pack was, like, $250, uh, which isn't that bad. But I know, like, this packet of... I have no idea how many are in this packet. Is, um... it, is this Dunkaroos or Kit Kats? This is Dunkaroos. Um, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. So there's twelve in here. That was about forty dollars. Whoa! Um, I mean, I know Dunkaroos were always expensive because my like my parents wouldn't yeah. ever get yeah. it really for us because yeah. lots of sugar. First of all, I'd rather have yeah. a cookie when I was little, and yeah. it was like it was expensive. So yeah. So yeah, I guess that's a kind of little preface. Like it is going to be more expensive because yeah, they're importing stuff that is probably a lot to import. Um, so the prices are going to be more expensive. Of course they are. But, you know, you're not going to it every day. Once in a while, you do a little run. You know, you have an extra $20 or $30, you know. Have a little fun. Get a few snacks. And you can buy most of the things singly. Um, like, you don't have to buy, like, big packs or anything. Oh, um, that's nice. See, I like that. I would rather go yeah. pick out one or two things that, or, like, three things that I'm like, ooh, I really want to try these. Yeah, so, like, there are things that, you know, you don't have to buy. Like, you know, they even have, like, I mean, chip bags are you're going to buy. Chip bags weren't more expensive than regular chip bags, to be honest. Um, yeah, if you go to a gas station for chips, it can be quite expensive. Don't even. I never do. It's the so, it's so expensive. I don't know why. The only good deals at gas stations are, like, energy drinks. Yeah, that's weird. Anyway, but, yeah, no. So, I recommend Snack Plug in Surrey, uh, 102 and 40, 64th, apparently. Um, so, check it out, you know, snacks from the world. I mean, these are things you don't get to see very often, and you might just find your new favorite player, and I guess that sucks because you're going to have to go, if you're where I live, it's not exactly close. <laughs> I love it. That's such a good suggestion. I am actually might go try that out. Maybe not this week because Halloween just happened, but maybe next week. Yeah, maybe next week. You never know. Absolutely. We'll be back at it again with more Discontinued Gravy next week. Thanks for listening. Peace.